Welcome back to the Jamil Gabriel Show. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So we have a lot to get into. Um, this has been one hectic week. And you know what? We're, we're just going to start talking about it, all right? Let's talk about the first order of business. Michelle Obama. So, yes, the former first lady where her husband is, you know, was the president of the United States for two terms, two terms. And she's coming out like a Democrat coming out and saying, oh, I fear for my kids that, you know, that they're going to get pulled over. Are, are you freaking kidding me? Are you fucking serious? You're Michelle Obama. Your kids are Obama's. It hasn't even been eight years, so they're still protected under um, Secret Service. Oh, but you're afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid of your husband that's worth $150 million? They got a $100 million book deal? That's what you're afraid of? You're afraid of yourself? You're a New York Times bestseller. Oh, you're afraid of all the racism in this country. The racism that allowed your husband to be the first African-American president of the United States. He technically wasn't even born in America. He was born in Hawaii, which at the time was not a state, I believe. Now, you could quote me on it, but I think Hawaii gained their state statemanship in like 1955. I think Obama was born in like 1947. I mean, don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure like he was he was technically not even born. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hawaii was a territory. And it's been a territory since like the 1980s. And technically, Puerto Ricans are American citizens, but they weren't born in the state. So, yes, he technically wasn't born in America. But then again, um, they allow, you know, people that weren't born in America, as long as their parents were American citizens, they could run for president. Which is why Ted Cruz was able to run for president because he was uh, he was born in Canada, I believe. So, Michelle, what are you talking about? Where's the racism? Show me this racism that you speak so proud of, that LeBron James speaks so proud of. That, oh my God, there's so much racism. Racism that allowed me to make $500 million. You know, if you consider that racism, send some racism to me. All right? $500 million? Just send me $1 million and I'll shut up. I'll stop this podcast right away. I'll be like, you know what? You guys win. There is all this racism around. So, Michelle, you have your own private chef. You have Secret Service following you everywhere. And technically, Secret Service is supposed to follow you for the rest of your life. But... Obama signed that, you know, there was pointless and I have to agree something. I actually agree with Obama. You don't need secret service for the rest of your life. You're pretty much nothing. Why would you need secret service? I think, I think like there's a statute of limitations and I think secret service is only allowed to uh, follow you for like eight years after your two terms are done. It, it's only been four. So where's, uh, wh what seems to be the problem? Are you like AOC where you're going to go, oh my God, there was racism. Uh, I was so afraid because a white cop saved my life during the, oh, worse than civil war riots. Yeah. So AOC backed down after she was called Alexandra Ocasio-Smollett and she said, oh, I was afraid because it was a cop calling out to my name. So the, a cop trying to save your life, that that's racist. 
I mean, show me your definition of racism because maybe I'm effed up. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I didn't go to college. I don't know. All right. Maybe, maybe you guys are right. And racism isn't believing that a certain ethnic origin is far superior than every other origin based on the color of their skin that you despise them because of the color of their skin or where they originate from that is what my definition of racism is but if your racism is 500 million dollars 150 million dollars send some my way <sighs> and you know this is this is even the heft up part so steven crowder was demonetized again. This is his second strike. If it's his third strike, according to YouTube, he's banned completely. His 5.5 million subscribers are all God. That's essentially what's happening. And I'm going to get into Steven Crowder because there's a lot of things that I agree with Steven Crowder. In fact, I actually like Steven Crowder. Um, he's a comedian, first off, so he should be making fun of politics. He's a political comedian if you listen to him. He makes fun of both sides. I mean, he's definitely conservative. Don't get me wrong. But he is a comedian. All right? He makes light of jokes about this stuff. But while, you know, stating the news. So, what what's wrong with that? I mean, Dave Chappelle did it in his skits. When he talked about weapons of mass destruction. When he said if he was a black president, you know... He they were he did some skit where he's like talking about, you know, instead of the uranium that they found or the C CIA found, they had like yellow actual cake. And they're like, yeah, this is the yellow cake. This is the weapons of mass destruction. So that's that's a comedian. They're making fun of light of a situation. Now, we all know that there was no weapons of mass destruction. OK, CIA said it. Um Bush said it. He said we had bad intel. Jeb Bush said it. Obama said it. Trump said it. Every single person on this planet says it. So Saddam Hussein didn't have weapons of mass destruction. It was a waste of time. It was a waste. And it costed us 10, 10, 15 trillion dollars. And it's still costing us to this day. So I don't get what's wrong. What's wrong, YouTube. And I'm going to get back to you because this is actually serious. And that leads me to my next point. The Hamas attacks. Okay, so th this is very confusing, all right? I had to do a lot of research on this. And there's going to be a lot of names, so I'm not going to bother pronouncing them, but Hamas is a terrorist group. They're just like Al-Qaeda. They're just like ISIS. They believe that, you know, every other religion besides the Muslim faith is garbage, that everyone should be Muslim. That That is all they're doing. And as people know, Israel is predominantly Jewish. Well, Hamas stemmed because Bush allowed um, the Gaza Strip to be set free. Israel owned the Gaza Strip. And in 2005, Bush told Israel, hey, let them be released. Let them do their own thing. Okay. And so that's what happened. And then all of the other presidents, you know, had an eye on uh, Hamas or the Gaza Strip. They had an eye on him and was like, okay, well, you have sleepy, creepy uh, Beijing Biden who doesn't really care. And so what did Hamas do? They launched missiles all around um, the major cities of Israel. So like Jerusalem, um, 
all these cities. But Israel has something called, it's a tiny country, but it has something called the Iron Defense System. And what it does is it, it, it can shoot missiles out of the sky before they even touch ground, all right? Um, and it's, it's really impressive, but it's only about 90% effective. I mean, that's still very high. So if you only shoot one missile, Israel's going to knock it out of the sky before you shoot it. But if you shoot, say, a thousand missiles, it can only, you know, knock out 900, roughly, all right? Obviously, it's probably a little bit more, but I think a couple buildings were bombed, but nothing like, I don't think there's really much casualties. Um, I know a couple Israeli uh, people had to hide in their houses. They had to hide underground. And um, so what did Israel do? I mean, Hamas is a terrorist organization, okay? So what did Hamas do, or what did Israel do? They launched missiles back, okay? Now, this is the kicker, and this shows the democratic incompetence, okay? So someone bombs your house. Someone kills your family, right? Or they try to kill your family, okay? Now, revenge isn't the best option, but say your family is 10 million people, okay? And they're all, they're all calling out for you. Hey, I want blood. We want blood. This is ridiculous. Kill them. Kill them and slaughter them all before they do anything. You got to do it. You're going to have, you have 10 million people that are going to be very pissed off, okay? Unless you could talk it out. I mean, these guys are going to be looking for blood. So... What did Israel do? They shot missiles. But Israel is a good country, and they signed the Geneva Convention, which um, pro prohibits them from shooting schools, shooting churches, you know, shooting, like, these establishments. Well, do you know what Hamas did? They built missiles inside schools, and they held civilians captive because they knew Israel was not going to launch... Uh, missiles so israel did the best they could they announced they announced all over the loudspeaker they announced on television you know these are the targets yeah israel announced the targets of where they were gonna shoot and they were like schools and parks and you know all this other stuff they were gonna launch missiles there hamas knew that that's where they were gonna shoot okay so um they tried to evacuate as many people as they could but in the end, nine children died. Nine children in the school died. All right? So nine children died. And this is the democratic incompetence. You have Il Ibdar Omar or whatever her name is, the representative from wherever. She goes out and says, Israel's evil. They're killing children. They're killing children. AOC comes out. They're killing children. They're killing children. They just attacked us. What the hell do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? Just watch it attack again? Watch them attack again? I mean, if I was running Israel, do you really think I would have been like, no, I'm not going to tell you guys where I'm going to shoot because I'll just, you guys are just going to move your weaponry. I'm just going to shoot it. Unfortunately, you guys attacked first. So... Uh, I mean, the best option, just send troops there and evacuate all the hostages. That'll prevent, you know, all that stuff. But you have Beijing Biden who doesn't really care. He doesn't care. And this shows how much he doesn't care. 124 generals and admirals, 
all right, that are right next to Joe Biden giving him intel have all signed a petition saying that he is incompetent to lead. He is not a leader. 124 generals and admirals said that Joe Biden is not a leader. He cannot lead. He is incompetent. They have all stated it. Okay. I, I don't even know if that's, I mean, that's like a lot of generals and admirals, 124. That's probably all of them. It's really hard to be a general in the military. It's really hard to be an admiral. You don't just do it. Okay. I think there's only like one black admiral and like 10 black generals. That's how small group it is. And in the military, there is a lot of minority people from Asians to Africans or African-Americans. Sometimes you say African-Americans, blacks to the Hispanic community, Latinos, all those. Okay. So there's not that many generals and admirals. I mean, that's just how it is. So 124 of them have said that Joe Biden is incompetent and he cannot lead. In fact, they were what we're watched. We're being laughed at. We're watched on the news. And someone wrote on Joe Biden's like official Twitter page. They said, they said, Joe, just stop trying and just turn the teleprompter around in front of the camera and just let us read what you're going to say. Joe Biden is a failure. Now let's talk about the extraordinary high gas prices, okay? The gas shortage that's happening. All of a sudden, the gas uh, the gas shortage happens, right? It's supposedly a terrorist attack. I don't know if it's an actual terrorist because the definition of terrorism is different than what you think. But they attacked and they destroyed the pipeline, all right? By computers, all right? So, wonder if there was a pipeline that ran from Canada to Texas, you know, it would have been really nice. Something with a K. I think Trump signed it in. Gas uh, oil would have been used up, you know, and there would be two different pipelines instead of focusing on one. Well, they hacked and, you know, there's a gas shortage. 8% 8% from, I believe on Wednesday, it was 8%. Now it's like to 15% of gas stations on the East Coast are canceled. Like they're done. They don't, they can't get supplies. They can't get, you know, fuel. Okay. And once again, what did the Democrats say? What do they say? Oh, this is a private matter. So we, we don't really care. And then all of a sudden it's a private matter. Oh, we're not going to we're not going to bother it because it's a private matter. And yet people people don't have any fuel. And this even the press secretary is a POS. She goes out and says, well, she laughs. She smiles in in live television, laughs at, you know, people that cannot drive their vehicles to get to work. They cannot get to work. Some people rely on their vehicles like landscapers, construction workers, what are you going to use without fuel? Huh? How are you going to move, you know, 15 tons of rock to your destination? How is that possible without fuel? Okay? You're just going to do it by shovel? How, how, is it, how is it possible? So she laughs. She laughs at it and says, this wouldn't have happened if you had an elect, this, or this wouldn't affect you much if you had an electrical vehicle. 
What? That's that's the democratic perspective, okay? It doesn't matter. We don't care about you. We don't give a crap. We just want your votes. <laughs> it's if you just had an electrical vehicle, it would be perfectly fine. How about you have your name on the ballot and do it right? So we kick you the F out of here. And on another note, the attack in Hamas, right? The attack on Hamas. The leader of Hamas is still on Twitter. They censored and they backed out or they backed it up and said, we are not going to disband or we're going to keep Trump banned because of his violations on Twitter and Facebook. But they have the leader of Hamas. They have the leader of ISIS on there. Oh, they're not a terrorist group, right? They're not a terrorist group. Oh, but the January 6th riots, they, they, they do so much. It's worse than the Civil War. Yeah, this is the America we're living in, guys. This is the freaking America we're living in. We better start. We better start fighting in the polls. Get out there and vote. Kick these assholes out of here. They don't care about you. They do not care about you. You could tell. They were laughing when the when people are losing their jobs. They said, this wouldn't happen if you had an electric vehicle. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, because electric vehicles start at $40,000 for a Tesla. And there's only one truck available, one electric truck available. And that's Tesla. And it hasn't even come out yet. I think it comes out like August or September time frame. And do you think... That the Tesla, you know, factory is going to be producing enough to subsidize 20, 30,000 trucks. Possibly more. But let's say the 20, 30,000 trucks that are needed to transport produce, that are needed to transport, you know, to transport lumber, to transport construction supplies, rocks for landscaping, sod, any of that. Do you think that that Fremont Tesla factory is going to produce 30,000 within a few months? Get real. And not also that, if I was Elon, I wouldn't be doing it without a down payment first. The truck starts at $70,000. Okay? It's a lot of money. And we don't even know if it's towing capacity. It could haul two Bobcats. Yep, this is America now. Anyway, I'm Jabil Gabriel. Thanks for listening, and I'm signing off.